Hey, welcome to another episode of A Different Shade Podcast. I am your only host, Nando, of course, um, along with my mentor, co-host, I guess you could say, Buster, as you well know. But if you don't know, now you know I have a, I have a wiener dog. Um, but yeah, no, no, um, it's been a couple of weeks since I put out a new episode or recorded. Um, I recorded a couple of times, but then I stopped like mid-recording and kind of cut it just because i wasn't feeling it in the moment i don't know what it was um but there's been a lot of things that's happened in this past month alone um not in this month because it's february i'm actually recording this on super bowl sunday so shout out to the two super bowl um uh, um what is the word i am looking for Jeez, uh shout out to the two super bowl participants which are the cincinnati Bengals and the la rams um we'll get into that in just a moment but uh just take a moment and say and ask y'all how are y'all feeling i want to know if y'all are good um shout out to um i don't want to forget his name uh cameron guzman uh if you're listening bro appreciate the message uh that you sent me on ig uh in regards to you wanting to listen uh, to more episodes and you liking this show. Uh, anytime I get feedback like that, it's just, it's nice to hear. And, uh, I, I really appreciate it because I don't do this for any other reason other than I would like people to just to tune in, chill, kick back, have, have a nice little drink next to you, you know, responsibly, of course, uh, you know, have a little bit, have a little bit of bud next to you, you know, light one up, drink one up, you know, and just chill. Because, you know, that's all we do here. We just talk, you know, we joke. Uh, sometimes it can get serious and things like that. But you guys know that. So, um, <clears throat> being that, it is Super Bowl Sunday. I am, of course, going to start off talking about the Super Bowl. Uh, so, if you don't want to hear anything football-related, feel free to just, you know, skip ahead. You know, scrub ahead. All right? Um, so, the Super Bowl, being that it is... I'm, I, at this point, I'm calling it the Super Burrow Bowl, all right, because this is all Joe. This is all Joe Burrow. I mean, shout out to Matthew Stafford, quarterback of the LA Rams, who used to play for the Detroit Lions, and you got out of purgatory, you know, because Detroit, I don't know what it is with Detroit, but Detroit teams just are not it. I don't know what it is. Y'all, Detroit can only produce amazing, like, individual defensive players and rappers and amazing rappers, like... The state of Michigan has a ridiculous amount of great rappers, and not only that, universities. So I'm not sure why Detroit specifically is just that terrible when it comes to the Lions. Uh, it's probably the Ford family. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but this Super Bowl is, is, is crazy, man. I did not expect these two teams at all in the beginning of the season. I mean, I kind of could see L.A. I kind of could see L.A. getting to the Super Bowl. Um, and... Because just mainly because of the fact that once they uh, added Odell Beckham, I knew it was gonna be a perfect scenario for Matthew Stafford, um, because you know Cooper Cup, aka White Man, can run. That listen, listen, y'all heard White Man can't jump. No, this White Man can run. He flies down that food down that field. Shout out to Cooper Cup. All right. He's going to keep catching it till his cup runneth over, and it doesn't seem like Cooper's cup has runneth over. You feel me? All right. So, 
that's that that's that going on with this with, with as far as LA because Aaron Donald is a uh, uh, on the offensive side. I mean, uh, that it goes as far as the offensive side. O, OBJ, Cooper Cup, and uh, Matthew Stafford. That's just a crazy three-headed monster right there. Now on the other side of the ball for LA, whoo boy, you got you, if you know football, you know Von Miller. You know Von Miller. He gave he gave man he he gave quarterbacks hell for. For at least a decade, he's been giving quarterbacks hell for at least a decade when it comes to playoffs. Um, and then, of course, possibly the greatest defensive lineman to ever play the game, and Aaron Donald, is going to be attacking <laughs> that terrible Bengals O line. And wow, that's going to be a sight to see because that O line. Here's the thing, yo: being an offensive lineman is not an easy job. There's no way that it is. Okay. Um, not only are you big as hell, right, but you got to now stop people that may be bigger than you and you're big as hell already from getting to your quarterback. And when you got a guy like Aaron Donald on the other side, where as an offensive lineman, you're looking at him and all he cares about is getting to Burrow. Oh Lord, y'all going to have a hell of a day. It's going to be, it's going to, it's going to suck. It's gonna suck for a lot of a lot of those offensive linemen. But the thing is, they're like you know this, this they just never came they never came in form. But that doesn't matter because Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. I don't know why that's his nickname. I'd much rather call him Joe Icy Burrow or something like that, or Joe or Cool Joe. But then again, I think that was Joe Man, Joe Montana's um, uh, nickname on the field so we're gonna have to find something for joe but you know joe burrow is just a cool cool ass cat man he he doesn't crack under pressure he's never shown any inch and any any like any any type of way you could perceive somebody to be not confident he's the opposite of that all he has is confidence he doesn't care what you throw at him he likes getting hit it's crazy to see this to see a quarterback like him, and not only that, we have to get into the, that, that discussion, right? He's a white quarterback that's not a prototypical white quarterback. Like, he's prototypical in the way that he plays and throws the ball, right? But his style, his swagger, his his aura, everything in regards to that, he brings the whole organization up because of who he is as a person, Right? Now, because he is a white quarterback that has all this style, swagger, and, and such, we had another quarterback years back that entered the league in Cam Newton, a, a black quarterback, right? He came in with the same thing, confidence, swagger, the aura, the, the, the cockiness, the dancing, you know, all that, all that stuff, right? And people painted him to be some, you know, self-centered, you know, ego-driven which I mean, in all reality, all football players are e are ego driven, right? Because you want to be the best at your position to ever play the game um, and win championships. But with 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 Joe Burrow, and I'm, I know I kind of just transitioned from. I'm going to give you guys my Super Bowl pick in a in a moment. Uh, I know I just kind of transitioned from talking about Burrow and then kind of diving into this whole, uh, de not debate, but the discussion about black quarterbacks and white quarterbacks and how they're perceived. Um, so with Cam Newton, when he came into the league, a lot of, 
there was a lot of stigma attached to him. There was a lot of naysayers um, going towards him. You know, as far as like, hey, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be that great. Da 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 da. You know, you're just, you know, you're, you're very self-centered. You're not, you're not very sportsmanlike. And to be fair, guys, I mean, who gives a shit about sportsmanlike conduct in football? Your your job is literally to almost hurt the other opponent. Oh, oh, you know, hurt the other team. Like that's almost your job altogether. So the fact that even us you know, being quote unquote unsportsmanlike after you score a touchdown is just nonsensical, right? But all in all, let me just just like crystallize this. Black quarterbacks have always been stigmatized as they're not for the team, they're for themselves, they can't be great leaders of men. Um, if any of you watch ESPN, you've heard Steve and A. Smith go on about this all the time, but I completely agree with him in regards to the fact that the look that the media has or or the media gives to black quarterbacks is always on the, you know, on the negative end of the spectrum, right? Where you expect them to perform or, or play a certain way that you're used to seeing. But now all of a sudden you got Joe Burrow, who's a cocky white quarterback, which I love. Don't trust me. I love this guy. Joe Burrow is that dude, right? But there has to be the, you know, there has to be fairness within public perception. Obviously, there's going to be some people that say, "Hey, Nando, you know, people. There's some people that don't like Joe Burrow." No, I understand that for sure. Every, you know, when when you're that great, people are not going to like you. So, with that being said, we wanna, I wanna be able to see more of a of a of a shift. In the public perception of black quarterbacks, um, I want—I I might get into the whole NFL. Uh, you know what? Okay, f it. Jeez. Um, so my Miami Dolphins. Um, I'm a Miami Dolphin fan. Okay, I've been a—I've been a lifelong Dolphins fan. Yes. Go ahead and laugh now, please. Okay, laugh, 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 laugh at me. Joke, joke, poke, poke. Okay. All right. Since you guys got that laughter out, so since I, I I've been a Finns fan for you know for as long as I can remember. My mother, I remember when I was a kid, my mom had these Miami Dolphins pajamas she would wear, and one day I caught them on TV, and all of a sudden I just fell in love with just this team. Um, and I mean, I'm Puerto Rican, so the closest national team we would have, it, right, would be what? The Miami Dolphins. Or Tampa, but whatever. Uh, Miami is the one that I went with. So, Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, was a very old man, okay? Uh, I'm pretty sure he said it in his ways, so I'm not advocating for him to change his mind or, you know, to change his ways. But I will say this. If the accusations are true that he offered Brian Flores, right, ex uh, Dolphins head coach, who, yes, he is black, he offered him a hundred, if Stephen Ross offered Brian Flores a hundred thousand dollars for each game that he threw, that he lost, if that is true, Stephen Ross can't own an NFL team. He can't. And then you would have to go ahead and do this uh, discussion. Uh, with all the other owners in the NFL. How many of y'all had tried to throw away games to tank and get a draft pick? How many of y'all had offered your coaches 
money to lose games and throw games. Because believe me, there's been a couple of times in the past couple of years where we've looked at, we, we, we've been watching games, and it's really like the, some of the calls that coaches make is really weird. Like, it's like, why would you do that? It's almost like you want to lose this game. So that needs to be investigated. So if that is true, Stephen Ross can't own a team, and my guy Brian Flores deserves to be a head coach in the NFL because you can't, why would you fire a coach that's seven game that gave you a seven-game winning streak even though the season ended and you not get into the playoffs? Why would you fire your head coach that literally is galvanizing the troops at this point? He, he has the attention in the locker room. He has the command and the respect of all those men in the locker room. Do you know how hard that is? Because you're not on that field as a head coach. You're on the sidelines just, you know, telling them, you know, giving them the the directions to a win. But you're not on that field laying your life down. But he commanded the respect and he got the respect. So why is it that this man gets gets fired? I, in my opinion, it's because the NFL has this view on black men as coaches that they cannot lead a group of men that that's it i i i don't want to go any further into it because um this is not necessarily a sports podcast um just 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 go watch Stephen a smith or something like he'll he'll break that whole dynamic down for you and you'll you'll understand what's going on um but that's uh so so as far as the super bowl pick my super bowl pick oh man see i've been racking my brain over this because defense usually wins championships um, more often than not in, in in the NFL. And I would go with the LA Rams. I would. But after seeing Joe Burrow de- beat the Kansas City Chiefs after erasing a like what was a 21 point deficit and he got he got sacked multiple times. Why would I go against that at this point? This guy does not care. Joe Burrow is 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 ready to win. He, that's all he knows is winning. All he knows since high school. That's all he knows is how to really win games. He doesn't know anything else, and he's so comfortable with that. So I have to go with Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals for their first NFL championship, their first Super Bowl win since, I think, what, 85, 84? I don't know. Not 85, um, but I think in the late 80s or early 80s when i wasn't born so this will be dope to see um and if la wins then that's great too there's honestly great stories all around matthew stafford finally getting out of detroit coming to uh la um you know he's been a great quarterback for so many years but never been able to get that real spotlight now he has it he's been performing amazing so you know whoever wins honestly it's a great story you know you're gonna see it all over the place uh, so I'm not surprised um, that these two quarterbacks are the one in the Super Bowl, mainly because the story is just so great. Both sides. Um, I will I will ignore all of the sad stories that they like to play before the game because I'm not trying to be emotional before the game. So, yeah, I'll ignore that part. <clears throat> um, let's see. What is what? Um, let's see what else is going on. Oh, um, 
thoughts and prayers go out to um, Kodak Black. He, uh, yes, we're transitioning to uh, industry, music industry and such right now. So everybody, you know, light up a little bit. Um, yeah, Kodak Black was shot at a Justin Bieber party or after party, whatever uh, the case may be. Um, I don't know what. I don't know what Kodak Black like situation is. I don't know if he has you know legit enemies. I don't know if he's even moved out of Florida, right? Um, ever since the, the 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 case, which I won't speak on because it's not my case and I don't have all the details on it. I'm not going to paint this man in a diff- in, in a certain light for y'all. Um, whatever's true is true. Whatever's not is not. That's that's as simple as I'm going to say it. So, but. For a young, for a young black artist in this game, and we've been seeing so many, so many just leave this, you know, leave this life in such a in such a sad way. You know, too many of them are getting shot. Too many of them, you know, are just dying unnecessarily. So uh, I really do hope that Kodak Black is okay, um, because all in all, I mean, from just his interviews alone, he seems like a really like he seems like a good guy. Like he seems like a like he's a like he has a kind heart, but his his head's not all the way there. And I think I would have to, um, I think I would have to say that he just doesn't have somebody there to really guide him. He doesn't have that, um, and he's kind of just doing the best he can. Um, so let's see. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, but yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to Kodak Black. I like I said, I don't have all the details. I just know that uh, at least for right now, he seems like he's okay. Um, yeah. So uh, I hope Kodak Black is. I hope. I hope he's good. I hope he's good. Uh, music, guys. We got new music out. Okay. Um, here's some. Here. Here are two two joints um well actually there's technically technically like two and a half i I don't really count deluxes as a um as a like a project like a solo project or a new project i don't um so uh what was it who 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 came was it jasmine sullivan jasmine sullivan came out with something um yeah yeah so um yeah, Jasmine Sullivan came out with another uh, hotel, uh, hotels, motels. It's a deluxe version of the first hotels. I love that album, so that was great. Um, Snoop Dogg just came out with uh, BODR. Um, I don't know what BODR stands for. I'm assuming it's bringing out Death Row. Um, but yeah, Snoop Dogg just put something out, obviously before the Super Bowl. I didn't even cover that part. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about the Super Bowl halftime show later on. Um, <clears throat> but this is uh, uh, this is dope that Snoop Dogg's putting out another project. Um, the fact that he's still active to this day is amazing. Longevity needs to be more appreciated within the hip hop culture. I feel like a lot of the times these younger cats want these old dudes out of the game, even if they are still able to perform and rap at a high level you know and stay consistent throughout their career as far as relevancy uh sound you know uh uh, their you know the the type of cadences flows and patterns that they sit that they use 
you know, they're, they're just always able to stay around. Snoop Dogg is one of those guys, so he needs to be, he ultimately needs to be respected just the fact of his longevity, okay? Um, what else uh, uh, came out? What else came out? Um, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, so Mary J. Blige, because this is what's is basically happening. So Snoop Dogg and Mary J. Blige, who both are performing at, on the, at the Super Bowl halftime show, along with Dr. Dre and Eminem and Kendrick Lamar, um, we don't know if M's gonna drop anything new. We don't know if Kendrick's gonna drop anything new. I mean, I'm hoping that he does. Like, just do something, man. It's been a while. Like, ever since the Family Ties verse, I just been like, I just, just, just please come back and go at everybody. That's all I want. Um, but that's just my selfish desires. So, because um, you want desires, I know, I know, I know. Um, you can you guys can save and clip that part and maybe use it as a ringtone. Uh, Juicy J and Wiz Khalifa came out with a is it a, would it album or EP? I like because it's it's thirteen songs, whatever. So, but yeah, no, the uh, Wiz Khalifa and um, Juicy J came out with a project called Stoner's Night. So this is going to be I, I can't wait till so all the projects that I'm telling you about right now guys I have not listened to them yet haven't had time to I will though um and uh I think it's just dope that you that these halftime performers right now are putting out music right before the uh Super Bowl um obviously it's going to get them more play you're going to you know you're going to be able to you know just get it spread it's the most it's the worldwide event so you want this is going to be global so the the music's going to go global um, I, I mean, Mary J. Blige pretty much is global, along with M, Kendrick, and Dr. Dre, and Snoop. Um, so yeah, I'm waiting on M, I'm waiting on Dre, I mean, not, not Dre, Dre just dropped the, the contract, um, which is a part of, I guess, Grand Theft Auto, the, you know, the game, uh, is part of the Grand Theft Auto, uh, downloadable content, the DLC, but he has an album out called The Contract, I listened to it, it, it it's, it's a good album, uh, it's not like crazy, it's not like The Chronic or anything like that, but it's dope, um, shout, uh, you know, shout out to Dre for that, cause I'm always, I'm always here for some Dre, anything Dre related, um, uh, new songs that came out, City of Gods with Kanye West and Fabio Foreign. Uh, I feel like that those two are a good mix. Uh, we are probably going to see them do a lot more uh, collabs in the future. Um, so I'm 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 happy with the I'm happy with the City of Gods track. I really am. And Kanye has been kind of spazzing lately. Obviously, Kanye has been kind of going through some issues with Kim Kardashian and such. But hey. You know, you, you got to get through it by making music, right? Was that a rhyme? You got to get through it by making music. Yeah, it kind of did. It kind of did. You know, I got a little something, something. I got a little something, something. Um, <laughs> uh, what else is going on? What else is going on? But yeah, that's music that uh, I personally, um, that personally stood out to me that I'm going to end up listening to. So yeah, I want y'all to go check that out. Um, oh yeah, and speaking of um, to Bat Track, to Kodak Black, he's, um, he's dropping an album soon. Um, God, damn, nineteen songs. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Kodak. Um, because all these other albums that I'm looking at, they they don't have nineteen. I'll tell you that much. They don't got nineteen. Um, but that's dope. That's dope. Um, so shout out to shout shout out to those artists that I mentioned. Uh, I know I'm kind of all over the place, so please forgive me. You know, I've just been here, just kind of, I've been going, I, I've been doing a lot, okay? I've been planning a lot, 
and it's just I'm just really making sure that I can get things the 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 way I want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like this whole podcast will be more uh it'll be well produced is what I'll say. Okay, cuz right now I'm giving you guys the simplest format, right? Which is just strictly audio and strictly just me talking. Soon it'll be a lot more than that. Um I have some couple of ideas. Uh you know, people keep telling me I should get a woman on my podcast. Um problem is, I mean, who's going to babysit y'all kids? Half of y'all are single moms. Um and that's not a shot at y'all being a single mom. If anything, that's a shot at the at the dad that's not there. Um, and if he's there, but you're just not letting him in, then you're just a bitch, right? So, <laughs> how do I transition from that? Um, <clears throat> what was I about to say? Damn, I don't even know what I was about to say. I really just lost my train of thought right there. That's fucked up. Um, what was what was it? Oh yeah, yeah. People wanted me to get a um, get a woman on the podcast, and I might uh, probably for an episode just to see how it works. It has to be a good dynamic. It has to be a level of comfortability. It has to be. Um, it just I don't know. It just has to be right. Like, and I don't I don't want anybody on this podcast that doesn't like get my I guess kind of get my brain in a way, which I don't think anybody will be able to understand my brain. I don't think anybody can understand somebody else's brain, to be honest. There's so many things going on at once. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I might do that. I might not. I don't know. Um, guests on the podcast, that's that's, that's 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 up in the air, really. I, I, I do prefer to do things on my own. Um, but, yeah, so uh, they'll be, it'll be well-produced very soon. Um this is definitely the most scattered ass podcast that I could definitely tell you about. Uh, that I mean, that I could give you right now. This is a very ridiculous. I'm tired of shit, by the way. I I was up to like six a.m. Um, mind you, I'm I'm cooking food, like for the Super Bowl party. I'm going to my boy's house, and you know, me and the guys we're gonna kick it. Uh, I'm I'm cooking some wings. Them shits is gonna be bomb. So I cannot wait to eat and watch the game uh it's currently like right now we got i got like four hours till the game starts so or do i because super bowl starts off i feel like almost at a different kickoff time every single year um but yeah uh so that's that's kind of what's going on with the podcast right now is just i'm making sure that it's going to be really well produced um and such uh but yeah yeah so that's that's what's going on with that um what else is what else has been going on as of lately um all right so oh also um other songs well let's get back to music real quick because i forgot to mention so everybody's been doing the whole push and pee meme and all that and i still i mean i i I think nobody knows at this point what it really means, and some kids are using it, not knowing what it means, uh, and also some 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 corny ass parents out there. Uh, hey, hey, son, you you got A's, you got B's, but you ain't pushing P. So yeah, like you got you got those dads out there saying that. Um, but yeah, gonna uh, with the DS uh, forever. Um, 
I loved uh, Push and Pee, Private Island, Mop, A Lot of Cake. Those are the songs that I liked off of uh, that project. Uh, I like Gunna. Uh, I just don't think I could like listen to him in, in big quantities, I guess you could say. Um, YBN Corday with, with Bird Eye, uh, Bird's Eye View. Dope-ass album. Very introspective. Um, he's just a really smart young cat. He knows how to rap for sure. So shout out to uh, Corday. Uh, Microsoft recently bought everything. Microsoft bought your mom. Microsoft bought your your washer and your dryer. Um, no, but Microsoft bought Activision and Blizzard. And Jesus Christ, yes, it's, it's just got nerdy, y'all. It's just got nerdy. All right? Yeah, we're at the 20, 28 minute mark, and we're about to get nerdy here when it comes to games, or at least the gaming industry. So I want you to understand this. This is what's been happening since since the uh, since the acquisition of Blizzard and Activision to Microsoft. Nintendo and Sony have been more than a little friendly as of lately, and that usually isn't the case. If you know, you know. They got beef, right? Nintendo and Sony have always had beef, all right? And the beef was a Mondo Burger-sized beef. Shout out to Keenan McKell and Good Burger. But no, so Sony is... Uh, so, so Nintendo tweeted out an image. It was a screenshot of PlayStation Studios, the logo of PlayStation Studios, right, on their Twitter account, which, first off, never thought I would see that, ever. Because it just, it, it just doesn't seem, it did not seem possible. And I'm one of those people that honestly believe um, anything uh, that's physically possible that you could think of right now is probably happening right now. There's that many people on the earth that anything you could think of, that you know that particular thing is probably happening, right? As long as it's physically possible. So, Sony and place, something uh, Sony and PlayStation, Sony and, or I should say, PlayStation and Nintendo. So MLB the Show was an exclusive game for PlayStation. Now it's going to be available on the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo's also been teasing certain, I guess, collaborative efforts that may happen soon. I am here to tell you this. If for some reason Nintendo and um, PlayStation bury the hatchet and decide to work together on different IPs, it's over for Microsoft when it comes to the gaming industry. You are not taking out these two giants. You are not taking out PlayStation, who is a giant in the game, who lives in the hearts of your parents. Okay? It's just not going to happen. You are not going to stop these two from taking over if it happens now apparently um i'm not sure what the uh what the board what the what the name of these like i guess i guess i'll just refer to them as like board of directors or things of that nature um i don't know how anybody didn't think that when microsoft acquired activision and blizzard there wasn't going to be questions on whether or not does that become a monopoly at this point and should we allow that right 
there's been a you know a few here you know here and there like people would say in regards to that as far as you know being a monopoly but if nintendo and playstation does it where they collab a little bit more or if they sign some deal together whether it's temporary or not there's going to be a backlash from microsoft probably pointing at playstation being like yo what y'all doing over there we just bought two you know developer companies we didn't freaking collab with a whole other gaming company like like micro like you know that's what microsoft was probably think would, would be thinking if this happens right with that the games that come along with blizzard and activision are very very big big games i'm talking huge games we're talking legal uh, i believe league of legends is a blizzard game um Overwatch, uh, those because these those are like tournament tournament games. Those are games that really make money. They make people money, right? Activision, Call of Duty, enough said, right? Microsoft got that. I mean, obviously you can still play it on. Uh, you're gonna still be able to have Call of Duty on the PlayStation, but now a lot of the exclusive items and DLC will be going to Microsoft. Um, and I've always looked at Microsoft as the Call of Duty platform anyway. Uh, maybe it's due to the fact that back in back when I was a teenager in those toxic ass Xbox Live party chats, that's basically the game that was on that caused a lot of, you know, issues was Call of Duty. So yeah, um, when Nintendo and and Sony kind of teasing some things, I'd say we need to be on the lookout for probably something crazy to happen in the future. Uh and it might be a situation that we never see again where we have two massive companies that have a legitimate issue with each other and they say hey that third guy over there fuck him that's 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 pretty much it's pretty much how how uh, PlayStation and Nintendo are handling this they're looking at Microsoft like like you know what fuck him we don't even like them. Never liked you guys anyway. That big ass Thor hammer of a controller that you guys gave us with the original Xbox. Y'all are nuts. That's what they're thinking right now. But yeah, that's uh that's that's the that's part of the nerdy news um of today. Uh let's see what let's see what else is um going on. Um I'm not even oh man. I see here's the thing, man. I just really I'd be reading um, headlines and just shake my head, and I kind of want to talk about certain things on the podcast, but I just know certain people should not be brought to light. That's pretty much. That's pretty much. Oh hell no! Oh no! Okay, so check this out. Um, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not okay with this. So, I. <sighs> So I think it was like what two, two episodes ago, where I was talking about like the future of human evolution and things of that nature. Can we not pull an iRobot and try to give these AI consciousness? This is not going to go well for us. There's been too many movies that we've had where robots and technology have turned on us and instantly kill humanity. Can we stop? Why are scientists so aggressive? When it comes to trying to end humanity. Like, I don't... Bruh. So, I'm... Okay. I'm going to read this. This is from... um, Interesting Engineering. Uh, 
Uh, okay, 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 okay. Mm, yeah, so... Okay, so... Apparently, this person, this top scientist says AI, uh, an AI robot might already be conscious. The researchers themselves have responded saying, no, it is not at all. So... That just, that tells me that either they told this this scientist, hey, you're just wrong, it's not conscious, you haven't gotten to that point, or they're saying, hey, it's wrong, we will not develop consciousness within an AI. I'm not okay with, with, with the way that the future is going to look when I'm gone. Obviously, it's not going to matter because when I'm gone, I'm gone. But to think that at some point, you won't be able to tell who's human and who's not because AI is going to get so advanced and, you know, they're already making AI try to look like humans. I mean, look at the fucking sex doll. Sex dolls be looking human. What what they call What they call them? Real, real me dolls? Right? For all you guys that like to order that order it, you know, and and it comes in that six foot box, and me and hopefully some towelettes for you, because gross. Um, but if you want to fuck a doll, that's up to you. That's that's just not my prerogative. Okay. Um. Yeah, but you can even notice nowadays. I mean, just everything is starting to get so humanized that isn't human. It's, it's going to get to a scary point, man. It really is. I, I believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, but let me, uh, let me, let me, let me, let me transition to another topic here. Um, uh, I just need to, um, uh, oh yeah, I don't know why I'm not even talking about this. So I know I I stopped with the I I know I started off with sports talk and didn't even talk about this part of uh, well it's a different sport so I didn't talk about this though the Ben Simmons trade. Oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy. For those of you that know, okay. For those of you that know. I am not a fan of Ben Simmons in the le- in the very least. I am not a fan. The man literally gave up on a whole organization, showed me that he was mentally weak to perform under pressure, then decided to tuck his tail and run and then claim he had mental health issues, which I'm not saying that he doesn't. What I'm saying is you didn't show any proof that you were even going to see a therapist. Uh, it's just hearsay. You didn't show, you didn't tell us like, hey, I'm going weekly. Like, I understand maybe certain things need to be kept private. But when you've literally been publicized for this entire ordeal prior to the trade, you know, after you completely collapsed against Atlanta in the playoffs last year, um, or was it the year before? I think it was last year. Um, Yeah. Ben Simmons going to the Brooklyn Nets in a trade that sends James Harden to the 76ers so they paired James Harden who was originally paired with KD that's Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving aka I ain't vexed 
You sent James Harden there. And here's what pisses me off about this deal. James Harden, this whole entire time, right, he's apparently been unhappy in Brooklyn. So instead of just saying, hey, I'm unhappy here and playing the game, right, he decides to just do things like show up late to practice, show up late to games, uh, start to get out of shape. Uh, I literally saw a clip of him. It was a loose ball. The ball's right in front of him. He's jogging, and then he stops. And then he lets whoever the defender was uh, come up right behind him, and he doesn't move until the defender's already halfway into the, you know halfway in the paint to get a bucket, and here's Harden jogging. I, man, I, I really do miss the days of when players players just played you know for the team that they're on you know and if they ask for a trade they ask for a trade that's cool you can ask for a trade whenever you like that's a con that that's in your contract that's within your right but to act as if showing no effort is a better way to get you traded which i mean for Harden, it worked because he got himself out of houston with that he showed up fat sloppy went to all the strip clubs in the world didn't show any effort when playing the game and now he, you know, he was apparently he just seemed uninterested in Brooklyn. I, I don't know. Like, what, what's your deal? So yeah. So James Harden is now with Philly, with Joel Embiid there, and he's been balling the hell out. Joel Embiid is probably going to be MVP this year, more than likely, or Jokic uh, uh, in Denver. Shout out to Jokic. Um, Ben Simmons being on Brooklyn pisses me off because. It's like, what are you going to show me? What are you possibly going to show me that makes me believe that you are going to be in, be able to handle the pressure? Because mind you, even though the Nets record sucks, right? Well, it doesn't suck, but it sucks in comparison to the level of talent that they have, right? But you're like, you're in such a bad situation because Ben Simmons at any, moment could just, at, any, at any moment, at least in my eyes, could just melt down and, and, and cry, right? Kyrie Irving's a part-time player. He can only play road games. He can't play in the state of New York um, because of the vaccine mandate for the NBA. Any other any other place he, he could. But he's in Brooklyn. So him being a part-time player and then having Ben Simmons who doesn't who does everything but try to shoot the ball along with KD, I just don't see how Brooklyn gets past the first round. You can call me biased because I'm a Miami Heat fan, but even if they don't meet the Heat in the first round, there is a slight possibility that Brooklyn can get knocked out of the first round. Like, they can get bounced right the heck out. And Philly has a better chance of getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. Sure, they gave up Seth Curry, not Steph, Seth, his brother. Sure, they gave up Seth Curry, you know, that's because that's more guard play, but... If you got James Harden, who, who who seems like he's interested to play for Philly and play alongside Joel, I can see him getting to the Eastern Conference Finals and then losing there because I just don't feel that this team is championship ready yet. I still have faith in the Bucks. I still have faith in the Suns. I have faith in my Miami Heat. I have faith in um, I have faith in the Bulls, who's just been who's been performing great. 
uh, this year. You know, that, that, that nice trio of DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, uh, and Lonzo Ball. And then don't forget the spark plug, Alex Caruso, who's currently injured right now, I believe. Um, but yeah, you know, there's just a lot of teams I would pick to win, you know, a championship before Philly. So, yeah, so that's my take on um, on the whole Ben Simmons, James Harden trade. I just don't think, I mean, Philly got better, but Brook and, and Brooklyn got better as well. But Brooklyn also is kind of in a weird, stagnant position right now. Like, I don't see them really moving the needle far enough to, to win an NBA championship. And in my eyes, it won't be Kevin Durant's fault at all. It won't. It will be Kyrie's fault. It will be 100% Kyrie's fault because you weren't there for the majority of the games, which means there's no chemistry going on. And all Kevin Durant wants to do is fucking play ball. And Kyrie is a part-time baller right now, which is sad to say. But, I mean, he's been like that since the beginning of the season. We knew that that, that, that was going to happen, right? So, um, let's see. Um... All right. What's what else is what else is going on? Oh, so um, I'm gonna transition to a to another topic. We're gonna get to you uh, to you ladies here. I saw this question, right? I saw this question on social media, and the question is: If the sex is bad, but he is a good man and treats you like a queen, would you stay? Well, could you stay? <clears throat> ladies, I don't want you to lie. Let's 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 cut the let's cut the bullshit, okay? Let's stop with the malarkey, with the nonsense. All right? You know damn well you're not staying. I don't care how well he treats you. All right? If the sex is bad, like as in you're not getting any type of satisfaction out of it, right? You go try to look for that somewhere else. Your sexual appetite is going to creep up on you worse than my appetite for Texas Roadhouse rolls. And trust me, that appetite creeps up and I want to keep eating damn rolls. Alright? You're not going to say or convince me otherwise that you would prefer bad dick over a good man. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here for that. Okay? And I understand everybody's like, you know, why, 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 would, why would they pick that? You know, would they want to be treated nicely and all that? Oh, of course they do. Everybody wants to be treated like... Uh, you know, a human being with respect and, you know, and in relationships, you want to be treated like you are royalty both, uh, uh, on both sides, right? A guy wants to be treated like royalty and the girl wants to be treated like royalty. That's just how it is. But I am not going to sit here and let y'all lie to people. You are not staying in a bad relationship with bad sex because, yes, sex does not mean everything for a relationship but i can tell you this it definitely affects a lot doesn't it because the moment you end up not performing well she has questions the moment that you can't even get it up now she's concerned of whether or not you think she's attractive still oh my god am i ugly to you now no it's not about you as a matter of fact it's about the fact that i ate all this food earlier and it's now catching up to me and there's no blood flowing down to the penis so i can't get it up right now i apologize in advance so that's the type. <laughs> that's the type of shit that I keep telling people. Just because you may not value sex in such a high regard for a relationship, does not mean that it will not have a big effect on your relationship. 
right? That's why most women would end up cheating, right? If it's like there's no connection during sex, so they go try to find that sexual connection somewhere else and then come back home and love on their man, right? See, I, I know it's crazy to think that a woman could do that, right? But men do the same thing, obviously. We see, I, I see it all the time, you know. Just that's just how that, that's just what happens. But when it comes to bad sex, like you can fix those things. You can fix bad sex. I can assure you that. It just takes understanding. It takes you being able to learn your woman's body. Right? Because I can't tell you guys how many times I've heard this comment, right? After after I've done the deed with a with a woman. Um, I've always gotten the comment of, wow, you just, you, you know what you're doing. Yeah, I do. I do know what I'm doing. Why? Because I pay attention. See guys, a lot of the time guys do not pay attention to what their woman, like what their woman's body reacts to for real. Like more often than not, you're not going to end up just knowing right off rip what to do and not not every woman's gonna like the same stuff it's just not this that's, that's not a thing you're not gonna find an exact replica of yo she likes when i do this so you know when you get to another relationship you're thinking that's gonna work for this person no it's not everybody is different right that's why there's, there's certain standard boundaries uh levels of sex and things of that nature that women deal with differently so for those of you for those women that are in relationships that <laughs> that and the relationship is just bad sex everything else is cool but there's bad sex you need to go talk to your mans you need to go talk to your guy because that's not gonna fly for too long and you're gonna probably blow a gasket one day on him because of his lack of performance and you're gonna bring it up at a wrong time like at thanksgiving like, you know, somebody's going to be carving the turkey. You know, somebody's going to be saying something. Then here comes, you know, the husband saying, oh, man, the turkey looks a little bit rough. Oh, is it? Is it rough, John? Is it rough? Is that really? So you can point out if a turkey's rough, but you can't point out when I like it rough. Mm, okay, John. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why the house is being sold. I know that just got off on a crazy tangent and it just escalated so fast, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's it's just bad sex is not something that you want to deal with. I don't want to deal with bad sex in a relationship. I'm sorry. If you're giving me bad sex in a relationship, girl, I have got to go. I have to leave. This is not adequate. It's not for me. I'm not going to deal with this. This is just not feasible, Okay. I like to have a woman that can match my sexual energy, right? And understand my body and I and understand that, you know, I'm a pleaser, right? That's 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 like my prerogative. Every other guy, every guy is different. They like uh, your 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 man may not look at you and say I'm just going I'm going to you know, I'm going to make her night. No, 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 no. Most guys end up looking at their girl like, yo, she's about to make my night. Like, it's a lot of, there's, there's selfishness within their sexual desires. And if your man has selfishness within 
their sexual desires, you more than likely are not going to enjoy sex with your man. It's just a, it's just a legitimate thing. Okay, so don't lie to me. Don't lie to me when you say, yeah, I would prefer somebody to treat me so nice, like a queen. I would prefer that over, over good sex. No, you won't. Shut up. You're a liar. You're a liar. Um, so, let's see. Let's see. Uh, what else? Yo, you scammers need to stop. You guys are just pathetic out here uh, on every single social media platform asking people to cash app and all that bull crap. Like, what? Um, let's see. What is going on? I need to watch that show Peach, uh, Peacemaker on uh, Netflix. John Cena plays Peacemaker. Like, that will be dope. I got I to gotta do that. Um why oh okay so no i was just so i was just looking at some uh some notes here and then a headline popped up so um but yeah no so this winter has been brutal um i hate it so much i hate it hate it okay spoiled it spoiled it spoiled it um but yeah so what do i what do i want to even um let's see i don't even know what like i'm just so okay guys i have to ask you i have to ask you okay and i want you to answer this to yourself all right um when is it an appropriate time to send a nude when besides besides obviously consent right i'm only asking this because i have gotten nudes from women obviously right um and it's sometimes y'all just send it at the wrong time like it's if it's 11 a.m and you send me you send me your ass I, I, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, what did you think I was doing two hours ago when I woke up? I was doing something that probably could have required that nude, right? Just like there's an etiquette to, to, to doing that. And I know I've been going off of tangent like nonstop throughout this whole thing. It is not structured at all. And honestly, today, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, but, um, when is it uh, an appropriate time to send a nude? I feel like there should be a legitimate. Like you remember back when um I don't know if uh, uh I don't know if even plans do this anymore. I don't know if phone companies do this anymore. Do you remember when you could um you your minutes would be free at their like nine nine p.m. That's how I want nudes to be now. Like after nine p.m. Boom, it's we're we're all Gucci. Send them over. But before that, nah, nah, you racking up my minutes, can't do that, can't do that, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's just, that's just me, that's just me, just, there's an etiquette to it, and guys, can you stop sending unsolicited dick pics to women, just don't, like, I'm, I'm just, it's just, just don't, 
just don't. Because a lot of these women, they'll, they'll tell their friends, right? And then they tell me things. And then I had to look at y'all and be like, why would you do that? Why would you send her that? It's just, it's not okay, y'all. Especially without consent. Come on, man. Get together. Um, but yeah, we are, um, we are 56 minutes in to this podcast. This has been the most random ass, I'm jumping everywhere podcast. But don't worry, I'm going to be back next episode. It'll be more structured. You'll It'll be more, you know, it'll just be more streamlined. Like, it's going to be a smooth transition for everything. So don't y'all worry. I got this. All right. Just stay tuned with me. Stay with me on this journey. It's a different shade podcast. This was not a serious podcast by any means. This was me fucking around today because it's Super Bowl Sunday. I got the Bengals winning. It's going to be 27 to 24. It's going to come down to a field goal. All right. That's that's what it's going to be. So you can book that. All right. Just letting letting y'all know this this episode was recorded on Sunday, February 13th. And I made sure that I put this out before the Super Bowl. And I gave you guys my prediction. Just letting y'all know. Okay, so hopefully I'm right. I didn't bet on this year because I'm not betting on this year. You're, you're crazy because I don't know which game. I don't know what's going to happen in this shit. But, um, but yeah, other than that, I uh, just want everybody to, you know, be safe. Um, you know, if you were listening to this on the way somewhere, please get there safely. Get home safely. Uh, you know, you know, just, just, just be, just be a good person. And... I will see you on the next episode.